on this video we are going to be doing another stream about what a game must do diablo four seasons i think must do a handful of things i'm gonna take some pretty strong positions about should you have to start a new character every time should there be a focus on moving the loot table forward and not purely focusing on cosmetics i'm going to outline all of that for you right here at the beginning of the stream i do that in sort of a show open monologue so you don't have to go looking for my thoughts because this is a live stream i am going to discuss this with a live audience but i'm gonna put all my points right here at the beginning of the stream i'm going to end the previous member stream we did a watch list wednesday where i put a bunch of uh a bunch of games on their watch list like hey these are games on my wish list you should definitely be checking these out i'm going to end that stream and i'm going to bring them over So that way they can enjoy this opening monologue. So, Diablo 4 Seasons, what must they do? Well, we already know they're going to require you to start a new character. They're going to be basically totally free with a companion battle pass alongside of it that's not required for purchase. That will focus primarily on cosmetics. And I have a list of six things that I really think they need to consider doing. And the last one's a doozy. So make sure you watch the entire open here. First, I don't think... They should heavily focus on cosmetics. And I know that's hard in the seasonal format because you start a fresh character and you get a bunch of cool-looking stuff. And you can pass that cool-looking stuff to your main character, right? We, we, we saw this replicated in No Man's Sky with their expeditions. You come, you run the expedition, you complete the expedition, and then you get some cool jetpack or cape or something to hand to your main character save and i just don't think that should be the heavy focus i think it's okay cosmetics should obviously be included but i don't want it to mainly be that i think that runs out of steam very very quickly uh this is not a pay to win problem by the way i think if you want to continue with the game seasons and new content i think it will be free so there's no risk here of it being heavily focused on cosmetics and i'm okay with a lot of the new seasonal cosmetics actually being paid, that might feel like a bit of a hot take, like, why would you want all the new seasonal cosmetics to be paid? I'm actually okay with that, but I would prefer there to be new loot. I want new things to go chase, new gear, new things for my character, which is related to the second point. I think Diablo 4 Seasons should push the loot table forward. I think they need to consider loot longevity and loot elasticity. If this is going to be an open world MMO, I can't have my character maxed out basically in the first two to three months that the game is out and then I never change what I'm carrying. I mean, Paragon boards are great, but I need to see that new loot. Now we know there will be new loot, there will be new quests, there will be new things to go do, and all of that is free. It's a little concerning because how substantive will it be if it's free? So they're actually not requiring you to spend any money to enjoy all the new seasonal stuff. The only thing you have to pay for is that battle pass. I think loot protection mentality hurts ongoing loot-based games. Destiny went through this when they tried to institute sunsetting. They did a terrible job with it, but the idea being you spend a bunch of time grinding for loot, but you have to be willing to at some point let that loot go and move forward to get something else. I don't think the loot table and the loot pool can stay static for forever. It needs to move forward. You have to push forward into new metas, new builds, new content. And it sounds like they're willing to do that. We don't have tons of detail yet. They've spoken a little bit generically about how there'll be new quests, but they also said they want the whole game to feel fresh and new when a new season starts and I hope that they mean that I hope the fact that seasons are totally free doesn't hurt the substance of those things 
Leaving things static would drive players away and make new seasons feel like a lot of effort with no payout. I actually think sunsetting of gear should be something organic that happens and is more player driven. There's just new things to chase and new things to get and you sort of on your own sunset gear and kind of leave it behind. You're like, I'm, I'm not going to use this anymore. So those are the first two things. Don't heavily focus purely on cosmetics. Be willing to put loot on the table that moves the loot forward. Don't just sort of leave it static with a meta that's established in the first couple of months. Third, I think they need to harness the dungeons. There's 200, what, 150 of them or however many there are. It's an insane number. I believe it's 150. Uh, and they need to harness procedural generation. Again, right now, we don't have specific details into how these dungeons will work because some of them will be static. Some of them will be tied to story. Some of these dungeons will be like a single room. But how's the procedural generation going to work? We know it's like a tile system that allows them to be different every time. Is that all 150? Is it reset every time? Is it only reset after you beat a boss? What if it's tied to a story? Will your dungeon look a whole lot like mine or not? I think a great thing to do in Seasons is to leverage these dungeons. Leverage procedural generation. The number of dungeons I don't think can be overlooked in seasonal content. It's a great way to make good on their promise that the whole game is going to feel fresh and new again. I also don't think you should be overlooking procedural generation. I think procedural generation is something that really benefited them with the Rift system inside of the Diablo 3 seasonal format. I think that was a major breakthrough and I really hope the 8 years of data that they've gathered from that really starts to pay off. I want to see new themes, enemies, bosses, and potential new builds that could be leveraged in the dungeons as well as the nightmare dungeons. A massive mistake I think that lots of live service games make with their seasonal model is it's this narrow contained thing and the rest of the game is sort of laying there dead or not really you know, worth touching, right? You need to touch the entire game, in my opinion. Procedural generation, I think, is the key to keeping the game going, and that is dealing with the next point. I think they need to do more than just harness the dungeons and procedural generation. Number four on my list, utilize the entire game, especially the open world and existing content loops. Ongoing content models must keep the whole game fresh, to a degree. I believe many games have made that fatal mistake and that fatal error is they pretty much narrow the end game. Everybody's living in a slice of the game and the rest of the game slowly fades into obscurity and irrelevancy. No one cares about those early questing areas. No one cares about those early dungeons. They've not been brought up. One of the things I gave feedback on almost immediately in New World was why don't the dungeons have end game level versions of themselves so that when I get to the end game I could rerun the dungeon for all that gear at my level. Well, they ended up doing that because they had all these great dungeons, I believe they call them expeditions they had all these great dungeons and it was like well once I get to the end game, who cares about the low level versions? That's something that Diablo 4 needs to do with their seasonal format or at the very least do that with their expansions that we know are coming as well those will feature new storylines and new classes I'd love to see those pieces of the game, those early sections, those low-level sections, bring those up. Let the whole game sort of breathe new life whenever you're adding new content, even if it's done in segments. So after a year, you could say the entire game has been touched, right? Every three months, you're doing a season. I don't expect the totality of the game to get touched 
and refreshed every three months, right? I don't expect that. But it would be nice if by the end of a year you could say, yeah, the whole game has gotten a little kick in the pants and gotten a little bit of a refresher. An open-world loot-based MMORPG cannot shrink down every season to a few new things or activities. That would be a fatal error. This is not Diablo 3. This is meant to be an open-world MMORPG, which means you cannot have a loot-based open-world game that's an MMORPG shrinking down into this seasonal slice or this thing. And if it's just, again, the rifts and the randomization for cosmetic items, I don't think that's going to be enough. This is why I think the free format is concerning. Like, I understand the free format. Seasons are free. Come play. And then the battle pass is, like, running alongside of it. My concern would be, how substantive is this content going to be if you're giving it away for free? And if you're primarily relying on those cosmetic sales, are cosmetics going to sort of cannibalize the substance and it becomes sort of a game where I'm just grinding for pretty things and then I can also buy pretty things. Now that's related to my next point. My last point's the big one. I'm not there yet. I got one more point to make before I get to my big one that'll probably be our major debate point today about seasons. But before I get there, number five, seasons should have paid elements to them. And I don't think they can change this because they've already basically walked out into the public and said seasons will be free and I at one level I get it but at another level I think I disagree with this decision even though on paper it's probably the right decision but I still want to disagree with this because making everything free is going to immediately make me worried about substance historically speaking paid content is always more substantive like the free stuff's usually throwaway rehashed not that exciting right they've shown Okay, they have shown that both earnable and buyable armor, like they have that, like you can have, you know, well, not, not like buyable, like in the store, but like buyable from NPCs. But if micros are the key to subsidizing the game, that could start to feel very shallow. You're going to have like earnable and buyable cosmetics, buyable with actual money that can start to make the game feel very shallow. What exactly am I grinding for? Am I just playing dress up Diablo or is there more to it than that? Free-to-play models, I think, bring in good money because the more people you put into the funnel, the more people that are playing, and if they feel it's worth their time, they're far more likely to spend money in your micro store. However, free-to-play models can also dilute the game and make it shallow and make it feel like, what am I What am I really doing here? I would actually, this is kind of my, like, I've been trying to include at least one sort of slightly hot take or controversial opinion in each section here. I would rather pay money every season and get quality content then have the entrance be free. I get it. I understand why they make it free, but it causes concern for me with respect to substance and longevity. Now, lastly, this is the one that we're probably going to end up debating in the stream. I have all six of my discussion questions basically based on my six points, and this is the sixth point that will likely get a lot of disagreement. Apparently, there's also a subreddit, or on the subreddit, there's a Reddit thread uh, about this. You know, Somebody arguing that they would like to see this change. I do not think a season should require a fresh character, okay? And I know I'm going to get a lot of pushback on this. Well, that's just how it's designed. That early grind, that fast leveling, it's fun, it's fresh, it's new. The seasonal format is structured around that. Okay, I get that. But why can't you give me an oar? As in the word oar, not an oar for a boat. Why can't you give me an oar? You have all those chapters. You have all those requirements. Why not just go in and make alternate versions for an existing character? 
you could even stack it up a little bit more. Maybe I have to do a little bit more runs. Maybe I have to maybe I have to run a dungeon or beat a boss more than once or beat it at a harder difficulty. I don't know. You would basically ratchet it up a little bit, but the early grind is great. But if I want to grind a season with my current character, let me. Why can't you let me do that? You know, let me do that sort of I've already got a character. Let me do all this with that character. Now, I for one love grabbing a brand new seasonal character and going to town it's fun man everything's dropping everything's dinging you're leveling up it's a great time to test out a class that you may not like but i feel like eventually i might not want to do that season four or five rolls around i might say listen man i really like my barbarian i really like my druid can i just play the season with that thank you Rissick, for the gifted members i'll read them in a moment back to my current point give me more than cosmetics to chase if there's new things new quests new stories new loot to chase but I'm also having this this pull of make a new character grind a new character I feel like you're creating an unnecessary juxtaposition why can't I do it all with an existing character the new character requirement is good but I feel like it may have overstayed its welcome not yet but like imagine playing this game a year after its launch and always being met with that welcome to season 8 time to make a new character and you're like I just kind of feel like not doing that right now again they're probably going to be smart about this there are going to be new classes those will likely land with the expansions and then that's going to really drive you to say hey seasonal characters the best time to try out that new class because everything's kind of sped up and fun and exciting and I'll admit in No Man's Sky that was one of the reasons expeditions were so fun that early game grind of getting your ship up and running and mining for those materials and not really having a whole lot of money like that's kind of fun right and all those rewards that speed everything up it's enjoyable but it doesn't mean it always has to be that way. So I'm going to kind of debate that one with chat. I think giving people the option to not make a new character every season is completely fine. And if you want to make a new character, more power to you. So those are my six things that I think that Diablo 4 seasons must do. Don't focus too heavily on cosmetics. Be willing to move the loot table forward. Really leverage your dungeons and procedural generation. Make sure the entire game is being touched and refreshed, at least over time. Don't leave it dead on the door. And seasons could be paid. They could have more paid content. And lastly, don't make me, don't make, me make a new character if I don't want to. All right? Those are my musts for Diablo so in case in case you missed it, I'm going to rattle them off one more time. I think that Diablo 4 season should focus on these six things. Number one, don't focus too heavily on cosmetics. Number two, be willing to move the loot table forward and make people leave loot behind. Number three, dungeons and procedural generation need to be harnessed very well. This impacts number four. You really need to be freshening up the entire game if it's going to feel like an open world MMORPG. Number five, consider having more paid content since seasons are free and they only really have the battle pass. That makes me worry about substantive content being in every season. And lastly, I don't think seasons should require me to make a new character every time. That's what I think. I'd love to debate you guys on some of these things. Guys, make sure and smash the like button. This is a new video style we are trying when there's not really any, and honestly, we want, we kind of want to get away from being completely married to the gaming news uh, cycle. 
And one way of doing that is just doing opinion pieces like this, throwing out my opinion, arguing my case, and then asking you what you think. So where do you agree or disagree with me? I think people in in the previous stream, in the member stream, wait, let me add these five members. That takes us to 57 on the day. My man Rissick has been so generous lately. Once that inverts from a 57 to a 75, I have to give five more members. Ambient, Zachary, Justin, PlayStation Portal, and... I'm only seeing four names. I'm not seeing five. I don't know what happened to the fifth. Maybe we didn't have enough people here. Maybe not enough people click allow gifts. Somebody claimed that last gift from Rissick or somebody gift another to like unstick it. You mean like Season Rebirth and Diablo 3? What do you mean by same character? Same character from Zero or from the point last season ended? Okay. Think of it this way. Think of it this way, uh, Draxer. I start the game... And I play as a druid. And I play for months. And I grind, and I grind, and I get all the way max level, and I got all my stuff, and I got my loadout, and I got my gear. And then Season 2 rolls around. Okay? And they're like, here's all the chapters of Season 2, here's all the challenges, here's all the things that you need to do. Okay, cool. If you want to do all those things, you gotta start a new character. Well, I can't, I just use my druid. What's the problem here? I'm not saying that I don't like starting a new character, a new seasonal character. I think it's fun. I'm not against it. The question is, why can't I just use my existing character? There's plenty of people that are going to be like, yo, my, my character's kind of where I want them. That stuff looks cool. Those seasonal rewards look dope. Can I just use my druid that I spent all this time with? Right? I don't think everybody's addicted to the multi-character grind, the multi-character build. I just don't think lots of people want to do that. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, where's the harm in giving the option? Here's why I think starting a fresh character is good, says Mike Quad. He's in our members-only Discord, so he doesn't have a character limit, so he's able to write quite a bit more. This is a reason to cash in on that as a member. In some games that have seasonal model, especially if they have been around for a while, levels and power and numbers end up meaning nothing. There's always something harder to do, or we have to grind old content that we are overleveled for. Starting fresh makes it so that there is a difficulty hill to overcome, but you don't end up becoming total OP monster demolishing all the content. I would kind of hope that you could use your own character and just wipe out power level uh, XP and start your character fresh. All right. I like the way you phrase that because it lets me push back in a variety of ways. Number one, consider what I said during my show open, right? Points three and four are very much related to what you're saying, Mike. I said, use the dungeons and procedural generation to really make that content feel good. It doesn't need to feel like recycled, like, oh, it's just recycled content, but like, let me go back and really enjoy all that content. Number four, I said, touch the entire game don't leave the entire game they're laying there dead on the floor like no one cares about it that solves some of what you're saying like oh man going back to this old content's lame everything's weak okay but that's not how it should be if the seasonal content works properly you should be able to go into those open world environments those dungeons nightmare dungeons or whatever and it should be given a fresh feeling again and seasonal content could do the same thing I am not in disagreement with some of what you're saying. The premise of what you're saying is true. 
man those early levels are awesome if you've never played as a barbarian and you're trying it out in a season that's a great time to do it why you're just leveling up so fast getting stuff quickly getting to try out new abilities getting loot like crazy it really really expedites things and I think when when you do that and you taste that I think people are won over by that but I also think eventually people think that that gets long in the tooth it's like I've done this enough Think about season 11 with me. I'm not talking about season three where you, or, or even season six where, hey, they added a new class and this is the best way to try out a new class. You can play your level 100 character, but world tier four or five would make it tough. Yeah, they're not making you leave behind. Oh, you're saying would adding additional difficulties in the season be a good compromise? Anthony, that's kind of what I was getting out of my show open. If I take my level 100 character and I want to do the season grind with him, just make the requirements harder. Make them make them bigger. Let's imagine one of the first things they make you do with your seasonal character is beat a dungeon. Okay? Beat a dungeon. So for the seasonal character, you got to go beat a dungeon. Not a problem. There's one right here in the beginning. Let me go run this really quickly. Ding! You get all the stuff. You level up quick. It feels amazing. The dopamine's tickling your brain, and you're feeling awesome. Let's say you want to take your existing character. It would say, beat four dungeons. Well, why? That's not fair. That's plenty fair. You're stronger. You're endgame. Right? And then it would seasonally affect all those dungeons. Like, anytime you go into a dungeon... You'd have the option of seasonal or vanilla. Do you want to go into this vanilla dungeon? Everything's going to be level four. No, I want to go into the dungeon. I want it to be a seasonal dungeon. I'm working on my seasonal grind, make it a seasonal dungeon. Well, what's that do? Everything's at your level. Everything's got the new stuff. If there's new enemies, if there's new attacks, if there's new loot pools, if there's new drops, it's all dropping in that dungeon. But you got to do four of them because you're obviously going to move through pretty quick. You're a maxed out character. So you're doing the seasonal grind with your existing character. You're essentially doing the same thing that the seasonal guy is doing it, but you're, you know, you're doing it at your level. It's, it's, again, it's, it's not about like, oh, this isn't fair. It's about what's wrong with giving me the option. Like, what's the problem with that? How do you justify it for the ladder race? You need to explain that to me. If somebody was interested in the ladder race, Fuzzy, wouldn't they just start a new character? If you're if you're using your existing character, you would just know that you're you're opting out of the ladder race. You're not going to be a part of the ladder race. Like that's not that's you're not doing that. You can play your level 100 character. Oh, I already read that. Sorry. Uh, rebirthing was nice, but in the end, non-seasonal characters became pointless except for muling items. In Diablo 3, you can rebirth a non-seasonal character. It strips the non-seasonal character and mails your gear back to your non-season save. The character becomes seasonal at that point. Yeah, that's that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, imagine getting to season 11 and being like, I really just don't feel like starting over with the brand new character again. I really like my character. I like what my character has. Let me use them. Seasonal characters resetting every season helps the uh, not and it, not to worry about power creep, having to innovate way more, and having to overall design way more around your existing power and items. Jolly good show. Thank you, Lufi. I mean, I get that solemn. 
right? It's not realistic for people that developed game content. W- right, and, and but here's the thing. Why can't you just scale everything to where I am? Think about it, Solemn. Is is running is running a, a a rift with a season with a with a Diablo three seasonal character? Is that really hard to do? No, it's pretty quick. So you just have to replicate that for an end game player. All you have to do is replicate the difficulty. Oh yeah, run a dungeon once as a seasonal character. Okay, run this dungeon four times. All dungeons are at your level now. If you're working on the seasonal grind, right? So if I jump into Diablo 4 season and I want to do a new character or my existing character, I'm essentially doing the same thing, but if I use my existing character, everything's at my level, everything's scaled to me, and I'm able to check those boxes. I'm able to get those things done. Go beat this boss in this field. Like, it does that sometimes, right? In Diablo 3, yeah, go beat this boss in this field. He spawns up there. Okay, well... If I'm playing as my existing character, I would go up there, everything would be scaled to my level, and I'd have to do it more than once. Maybe you make me do it twice. Okay? So I'm doing the same thing as a seasonal character. I'm roughly completing it in the same amount of time, you know, approximately, and it has a very similar difficulty threshold because you're trying to match things to where I am. And then I don't have to start over. You know what I mean? Could we get 11 more likes on the video, guys? Thanks for a great turnout for our second show of the day. Talking about Diablo 4, seasons must be more than a battle pass. Arguing about all the things I think they need to do with the Diablo 4 gameplay content loop within the seasons themselves. Right now, we're kind of debating whether or not they should make you start a new character. Feel free to weigh in if you're a big Diablo fan. If you're not aware... Uh, they did this. Hey, somebody ordered some Reforge Roast. My man Death ordered a bag of Frickmas. If you guys haven't ordered any Frickmas blend or any of our Reforge Roast coffee, man, get those orders in. The website's back up and running. Maintenance has concluded. Mo says, to be honest, that just doesn't sound fun to me at all. What doesn't sound fun to you? Starting over or using your existing character? Path of Exile is on like season 20, says Kage community is used to this seasonal new character system it's the only play it's the one reason i only play like one season every few seasons i hate starting over but it's a staple it's funny sun end up just using the same builds each season anyway right but okay it's a staple and people like it why can't i have the option to not do it i'm not saying take it away i'm saying give people the option Oh, you're saying using existing doesn't sound fun. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Do you know what you would do? You you would start a new character. I'm not trying to take it away from you. I'm saying don't force others to do it. That's what I'm saying. If they were to make difficulty scale to power level, then why have power level at all? Just get rid of that and use some kind of magic and multiplier instead. Well, no, you wouldn't get rid of, you don't want to get rid of that sense of progress. You don't want to get rid of that sense of like, I'm a level this and I'm seeing things in the world at that level. That gives you that sense of accomplishment. I used to make, uh, I used to make people for playing Diablo in the nineties. Oh, make fun of people for playing Diablo in the nineties. Tried Diablo three, two years ago, ended up platinuming it. It's fun game, but you can use existing just in normal. What are you talking about? I tracked my friends down and apologized. True story. You have the option to play standard league if you would like in PoE, which has all your stuff from previous leagues. 
Is there no ladder resets in D4? I have no idea if they've spoken to whether or not there'll be ladder resets in Diablo 4. It's built-in split player base as well. Your character would be isolated from everyone else. Otherwise, you'd be power leveling characters. Yeah, but as big as this game's going to be fuzzy, is that really a concern? You'd have people that want to use existing, and you'd have people that don't. You know what I mean? I like resetting my characters every season. I don't know. It just hits my brain right. Wheezy, I'm the exact same way for a while. Right? I'm actually not even talking about probably the first year of the game. For the first year of the game, bro, I got no problem with it. It lets me try out all the classes. There'll likely be a new class within the first 13 months in an expansion. Then I get to try out that new class right I'm talking about when we get to like season 13 and I'm like man can I just not do that this time can I can I just grab one of my existing characters that I like and just kind of rock and not start over because starting over is dope it is the new car smell the dings every five seconds there's a ding ding you're leveling stuff's dying loot's dropping you're equipping it's green arrow city every single time there's loot on the ground you're replacing something oh that's stronger oh that's stronger right i'm just saying where's the harm in giving somebody the option that's all where's the harm in giving somebody the option hey man it's been 12 seasons dude it's been 12 seasons why don't you uh you know why don't you uh use your current character if you'd like as a as opposed as opposed to it like i don't know does it hurt you if i don't do that that's why i never did season in diablo 3 it gets old i just want to play with my main character maybe for the first four seasons imagine doing this for 20 seasons yeah that's exactly the point that I'm making is I just feel like it'll eventually get long in the tooth seasonal format I think is totally fine I think the idea of starting fresh I think the idea of of getting those little quick dings and levels and loot dropping and, and here's the other thing I'll say about seasonal content okay and this is a pushback on what Fuzzy's saying oh it'll split the player base do you know what splits the player base up in Diablo 3 making me do a bunch of stuff solo man that can frick all the way off i would i was enjoying making seasonal characters with my wife but we kept hitting the same snag we kept hitting the exact same snag i'd get so far in the season it'd be like do this solo do that solo get out what get out of here no i want to play with my wife i don't want to play solo what's the point in that that's another thing i would say Diablo 4 seasons need to give me the option to always have somebody with me. Do this solo or do this with another player or you know or do this in multiplayer. Uh, that dro- that drove me crazy. We got so far in one season and it was like every other thing it was asking me to do was to play alone. And I was like I don't understand why you're doing this. This seems completely counterintuitive to especially especially Diablo 4 is setting its sights on being an open-world MMORPG. No, I've never tried Path of Exile. Diablo 2 had an option to name an item per campaign and difficulty 
Uh, it meant three items per character tied to that character. Those items could go next season with your character in D4 or something along that line. Oh, right. Like, you can kind of, like, reset the character but carry some things with you. Diablo 3 seasons get very strange after about season 5. It's all equipment that's hacked, built to be broken, and just shared amongst the community. I suppose the crux is people hold the ladder grind in high regard, and if you're already max and capable of power leveling, it ruins it fast. Well, here's the thing, Kage. If I'm playing with an existing character, it would tell me you won't be in the ladder run. You would know that you're you would know that you're not doing that. Like that wouldn't be fair. It would, it would be very clear. If you care about the seasonal ladder climb, you're not doing that if you're using your existing character. You're mainly just doing it for the for the check boxes and the rewards. I suspect the seasons are only free for 12 to 24 months and then maybe will attract a cost. They said two things that which contradict each other in the Diablo livestream. The seasons are completely free because they're included in the box price. They may, after a period, drop the box price to free to play once the base game has fallen behind. 43 minutes in, they say this. In terms of a new character, Diablo 3 veterans have multiple ways to boost characters. The existence of character boosting, I feel, is evidence people get tired of the new character every season. Disagree solo challenges should always exist and co-op. I think Diablo 3 is an ARPG. The whole game should be possible to complete solo, including endgame. No, 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 no. I don't have a problem with solo stuff. It's a solo requirement, Hilly. So it should say, do this solo or do this with a with with a with a with, with a player with another player like i don't mind you being able to do something solo but it would be like it, this is what it would say it would say complete a rift at this level solo and i was like i don't want to play solo i'm playing with my wife i i don't have time to play solo so a multiplayer game seasonal character can't get the seasonal grind done unless you're willing to play by yourself that doesn't make any sense you're cruising along with your bud and you're playing and you're getting the seasonal stuff done and then also it's like sorry man I gotta go play by myself there's no harm in saying run this rift at this level by yourself or do it twice with another player like there's no harm in that there's no harm like we're we're both doing the grind I just prefer to play to play with another player I don't want to play by myself and this is an online open world MMO, so it's like you can't you can't be constantly splitting people up in the seasonal grind. Yo, it's good kill you. And I tend to agree with what Hilly's saying at the beginning, though, that people being like, "Hey, I, I I'm just, dude, I'm speed leveling every season. I'm tired of this. I think it's obvious they are having it." What's obvious they're having it. So we got a Reddit. In advance, this is only a suggestion based on my opinion. I'm looking forward to different perspectives. Personally, I am not yet a huge fan of the idea of a seasonal reset. Building up a character over many or even years and trying to get the last few percentages of power and stronger gear is more fulfilling to me than logging into a game and seeing 10 different characters which are irrelevant when a new season starts. Uh, it would be cool to be able to unlock existing characters for every season 
new season by completing the battle pass or reaching a certain point of the season with a seasonal character. Also, unlike they said during the live stream, finding certain legendary aspects in a dungeon for a druid won't make me want to play a druid next season. If I'm a sorcerer main, then I love playing that on and on. I don't see a point in creating the same sorcerer every season because I love to play the lightning build I am currently playing or anything else. For me, the idea of the seasonal system looks like it's going for different uh, different partners here than instead of aiming at long-term marriage. They say it will really feel like your choices matter, but only for three months, lol. Um, yeah, people are responding and basically saying, uh, I don't see this ever happening. You're not required to participate in seasons if you prefer playing the one specific character for forever. Yeah, you know, saying your decisions matter, but then basically being like, yeah, that character doesn't matter in three months. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. If you're just tuning in, we're discussing Diablo 4 seasons and what they must do. Uh, I trotted out six things that I think they must do in my show open, and we're kind of debating right now whether or not a season should require you to make a new character. Connected to that, I took issue with in Diablo 3 when I would do a seasonal character with my wife, I took issue with the game making me do something solo. Hey, you know, you, you go run this rift at this thing solo, this level solo. Well, that's not really enjoyable for somebody who's trying to split-screen co-op seasonal grind with his wife. Like, give me the option to run it solo or make it a little bit harder or maybe run it twice if I'm playing, another, you know, with another person. You know, like if it's if it's telling me to run it once by myself and I run it with another person you know give me 50% completion on it and so that way you know I gotta do it two times I'll be honest I was never a fan of the seasonal characters I barely touched it in Diablo 3 I'm not interested at all if it's in Diablo 4 it is in Diablo 4 it is I think you only have to do the riff solo once kind of like having you experience it first okay but here's the problem Quintar the one season I took both of our characters and I did the thing solo and then the next thing we did, we did fine. And then another solo thing cropped up. And I was like, I'm done. I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to periodically be like, all right, babe, you got to log out. And then she just plays on her phone or whatever and checks Pinterest while I grind my character and then grind her character. And then, okay, now we can play together again. Like, it kept popping up. There were numerous things we had to do solo. Diablo Immortal Voice. What, you don't have second consoles? <laughs> I don't see how you can run a single character in Diablo for forever. The exciting element is unlocking new items, gear, and moves. Once you get to a certain level in Diablo, everything's just repeats. Oh no, I for one agree that I think the brilliance of the seasonal model is that it gives you that it scratches that itch of the early game grind, the early game leveling, right? It scratches that itch. But I just think that after a while people don't want to do it. It's like, okay, it's season number 12. Could I, could I just take my max level druid and do all this to get the pretty things, to get the little check boxes, to experience the new loot, to experience the new content? Like, do I really have to start a new character every time? You know what I mean? Like, I just think people get to a point where it just it's sensible to say, look, man, that early game grind is fun. It was fun the first 11 times I did it. I don't really feel like doing it right now. Here's the here's the grand uh, twist of maybe twist of irony is letting people not do it 
would probably make some people end up doing it. Because they'd go to do the seasonal grind with their existing character, and they'd be like, that was pretty fun, but I missed that early game grind, those early game dings and that quick leveling. I think next season I'll do a new character, right? Like, I think giving people the option to take a break from it, to be like, I don't want to make a new character, but I want to get the seasonal stuff. I'm going to use my existing druid. I actually think giving people that freedom would actually, at some level, make that new seasonal character grind more appealing because they take a break from it and then they end up kind of missing it. They're like, man, that is really fun. It is really exciting to level up at a faster level, to constantly get drops that matter, to experience that early game build crafting again where I'm picking different skills and abilities and finding loot that helps my build. I just don't understand the appeal to a temporary character in a loot grindy MMO, especially if they're going open world. Hilly says, seasonal model should be a continuation of the character and the world. A reset is an option of a new class is good but the focus should be taking your main character in and acquiring new items to take into the next season it sounds way better to me i agree with the dude on reddit wheezy says they also want to seemingly push back hard on classifying as an mmo they probably have their reasons for not wanting to go down the mmo path i've not seen much of the evidence of them pushing back on an mmo but i feel like that's how it's been classified is as, as an open world JRPG MMO still my favorite not JRPG I'm sorry ARPG still my favorite thing to do is to start a fresh character I it it's funny for me to be like saying this and being kind of against it it's like I like it but I also kind of don't like it it's like this is good but I'm also kind of like nah Okay, here's the quote. Fine-tuning the right approach... Hang on, I'm too zoomed in. Fine-tuning the right approach to multiplayer in Diablo 4 has been challenging. Our goal has always been to incorporate elements from shared world games without the game ever feeling like it's veering into massively multiplayer territory. To be clear, this is a philosophy rather than a tech limitation. We find that the game stops feeling like Diablo and the world feels less dangerous when you see other players too often or in too high numbers. So, are they pushing against being labeled as an MMO, or are they pushing against tropes of MMOs that make the game feel not like Diablo? There's two ways to read that, Wheeze. I don't know. You got world bosses and 150 dungeons and people roaming around fighting stuff together. I don't know what else to call that. Are they just trying to avoid... MMORPG tropes because those tropes would make the game not feel like Diablo. Seeing 20 people in an open field hacking down some world boss, that's not going to feel like Diablo. That's going to feel like something else. So, to me, it feels like it's an MMO. They're wanting to maybe avoid the pitfalls of MMO because they're concerned that MMO pitfalls would really grate against the identity of a Diablo game. Depends on the journey, leveling a new character, going through the open world again on the same character is just a different build uh, because Blizz makes it harder to reset your skills endgame. Oh, for sure. They said it's going to get more expensive as you go. Like, if you really, really want 
to you know respec late game it's going to get more expensive as you go some people that have already played the game they said that the early game it's really easy they said it's not expensive at all they were they were they were respecking pretty regularly i just read this part is very specific to be clear this is a philosophy rather than a tech limitation they have all capabilities to be an mmo they don't want to be one that's not what it said wheezy you're i feel like you're reading that into what they said they're not saying that they they that they don't want to be one listen to what they said our goal is to incorporate elements from shared world games without the game ever feel like it's veering into massive multiplayer territory to be clear this is a philosophy rather than a tech limitation we find the game stops feeling like diablo and the world feels less dangerous when you see other players too often or in too high numbers like they're pushing back against that mmo trope they don't want it to veer into that territory of there's just people everywhere all the time they want it to feel more like a shared world game but a shared world game is still an mmo now it might be mmo light like destiny is referred to as an action mmo and many people say it's mmo light i don't know i it's I, I could see it from the angle you're saying of like, they're like, this is a philosophy. This isn't a tech limitation. They're basically saying, we could throw 100 people in the open world fighting a world boss if we wanted. We're not doing that. Our philosophy is we think that grates against the Diablo identity. Does that mean that it's not an MMO because they're avoiding those tropes? I think Diablo 3 did the loot better by adding ethereals. I would only change that last item. The weapons should break at the end of the season and should give a junk ton of resources to jump into the next seasonal grind. Diablo 3 seasons are good, but they really, in every sense, a different game from the base game. They're walled apart. I don't like the idea of gear breaking at the end of a season. No. I don't like that at all. They're pleasing their offline crowd as well. Leveling a regular new character and leveling a seasonal character are not the same experience. Oh, power creep. Well, sure, they want to avoid power creep. I'm 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 in favor of coming up with systems to avoid power creep, 100%. 100%. If if you guys if you guys are enjoying the stream by the way, I'd love to hear from you, especially if you're new. If you are new and you've never been here before, hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Subscribing costs absolutely nothing. We've had a massive day, 57 new members, uh, a lot of those gifted. And uh, if you're enjoying the content, also consider becoming a member. Or at the very least, smash that like button. Give that like button a smash. Diablo uh, has a single player following as well. Yeah, I'm not against playing by myself. I'm not against people playing by themselves. I didn't like the seasonal grind being like, hey, go do this thing by yourself. I don't like that. That's not my cup of tea. I'm, I don't like that at all. If, if you want to do the seasonal grind with a buddy, with a partner, I, I think that that's totally fair and fine. Again, I'm, I'm thinking in the realm of obviously myself, and how I approach games, and I'm thinking, "Hey, man, I'm uh, <laughs> sitting down on couch co-op, man. Let me let me grind let me grind this stuff out. You know, let me let me grind it out. Let me let me let me just keep going. Let me not have I don't have to like, kick my wife out of the party and then go play by myself. 
the point of a season is here's something you already know uh, but you completely changed its head and geared and wait but you completely changed on its head and new gear ETC ethereals are dummy busted says fuzzy they are the season shtick breaking is the only way they don't break the base game oh I mean yeah I like I'm not against that you do an ethereal you do these sets you do these things they're crazy strong and then at the end of the season you gotta bust them because if not it, it's power creep it'll ruin the rest of the game so you get to be insanely strong with some particular build or some particular item for the course of the season yeah they, like I can see why they why they would do that it creates a theme it creates a meta I'm not I'm not against that I'm not but I just I don't know I feel like there's ways to push the loot table forward without without necessarily doing power creep I think there's ways to do it there's contextual power there's seasonal themes there's new enemies you could you could instead of having difficulty uh, instead of having difficulty levels for seasonal content you could have realms right you actually switch realms and when you're in other realms you need new gear you need new armor and you know to do new damage types because there's new enemies in those realms that are susceptible to certain damage types to stop non-seasonal stuff and split season into uh, leader and non-leader leader ranking from zero and non-leader just seasonal stuff with everything you earned lets everybody enjoy seasonal stuff all the people praising Diablo 3 seasons are you playing them now? Oh, I bet they are. I mean, they can answer for themselves. Weezy says, no, I'm waiting for Diablo 4. I mean, the people that I know that like the Diablo 3 seasons, Eugene, they've, they play them pretty, pretty, pretty much on the regular. I could see people taking a break right now and being like, yeah, we're six months out. I'm going to take a break. You know, a half a year break will make Diablo 4 feel super fresh. Hilly says, yes. They shouldn't force single or multi on anyone agreed for sure. I just think it's easy to add an or option. Do this solo or do this. Like I think that's 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 not that difficult. That doesn't seem like a really big ask. That seems like a totally fair request. You're playing the season just for a chill game. I'm fine with the restart as long as they add new mechanics like in POE. I don't even really need new mechanics. I think starting a new character feels good. I think it's fresh and it's fun. I just wonder sometimes if you could let me not do that. You know? Can we see the Soundwave shirt? Where is it from? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is from 80s Tees. From 80s tees, obviously vintage. I believe this is G1. Uh, this is what they look like from that generation. So you can use the shirt command. If you guys go to 80s tees, uh, the shirt command today will take you to the Transformers collection. And uh, if you use code LONO, if you use code LONO, you'll get 30% off. Playing a Crusader, blessed hammer build, and it's fun to run around with a ton of hammers, killing everything. 
PoE, Power Over Ethernet. No, Path of Exile. Path of Exile is a very, uh, in some ways, very similar game uh, to uh, to Diablo. Dungeon crawler, grindy, you know, ARPG, action RPG, I guess is what they call them. I played all the characters. It was fun each time. Just didn't like the Rift only endgame grind and seasons aren't for me. Uh, if you're going to wipe my character each time, uh, so I never touched it. If Diablo 4 wasn't coming out in six months, I'd be playing the new season, says Wheezy. How many pulls did it take to get that shirt? <laughs> uh, if you're just tuning in, we are discussing Diablo 4 seasons, uh, basically arguing that I think they should be more uh, than battle passes. Uh, and why I think that is touched on a variety of things. I outlined six points at the beginning of the stream uh, about how I think they should approach it. Um, I was going to try, I was going to try something today. Uh, we need to be streaming at least 30 minutes, uh, at least 30 minutes to unlock like paid, uh, subs over on that other, uh, website, uh, over on the other website, but I don't have my cable. Maybe at the very, very end of the stream, we'll do it. We'll just, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do 30 minutes over there on the, uh, that, that platform is giving us paid subs, and, but we don't stream over there anymore. We weren't getting good luck streaming over there. Maybe they'll treat us better once we have paid subs. We'll still stream here, obviously. It would be a multi-stream. I have to use my phone though. PoE has a lot of X Diablo devs working for them. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Lost Ark, you know, you, you would find similars in Lost Ark to games like Diablo and Path of Exile. You know, dungeon crawling, very action-oriented. Uh, Lost Ark is an MMORPG, right? No, not purple, not purple. Uh, yeah, it would, be, it would be a multicast. The talk will, will let you stream, and there are lots of people that like watching over there, and there's lots of people that like supporting over there, like with, with, with paid subs. So, it's the monetization and the and the people willing to like jump in and pay over there. It's it's kind of like purple, like it's like more endemic to the platform. Uh, it's yeah, TT, yeah, yeah. I don't like saying the name of the platform. YouTube doesn't like you saying the name of that platform. You get into Diablo lore that much? That's my favorite element of the games. No, no, I don't. No, not Bookface, huh? It's like it's like the dance app kitty app that suddenly became a whole lot more focused on gaming and live streams and you know it might get it might get banned in America. <laughs> the set dungeon challenges would need to be completely reworked if not done solo says Hilly. I see your point of always wanting to play co-op, but I do think the game is allowed to have solo only challenges. What would be better if they didn't show up in seasonal challenges? That's what I'm saying Hilly, like I think it's totally fine to give something to the solo guy, right? If you're the solo guy and you like doing things by yourself, fine. I'm totally fine with them giving you things. It just feels really disruptive in the seasonal grind to be like, hey, you completed the you know chapters one, two, three, and four, and then all of a sudden it starts introducing solo stuff. Like, we wouldn't have even have played if the, if I would have started seasonal characters and within one or two of the chapters or the challenges, it was like wanting us to do stuff solo. I'd have been like, oh, this isn't designed for uh, for multiplayer. 
I would have immediately bailed and been like, I'm sorry, babe, but guess we'll have to find something else to do. You know, it, but but the fact that it like waited, it felt like a sucker punch. It felt like a dad gum sucker punch. It was like, okay, we we were rocking solo, and now all of a sudden, I'm sorry, I saw, I'm sorry, we were rocking, we were we were we were rocking just the two of us, and now all of a sudden that we're x x number levels into the seasonal grind. Well, yeah, gotta stop. Uh, Riker's Diablo lore series is great. Yeah, he's got a really good voice. He's got a really good voice. I'm kind of jealous of his voice. I watched one of his videos recently, and I was like, Dad, gum. I was like, what an amazing voice. I get, I get, uh, I get jealous of of rich, deep voices when people make like their uh, their games. I'm sorry, their videos. It's a third person top camera angle. That's a looter. It's a grindy game but it's fun. What's he asking about? Never heard of either, sorry. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, Lost Ark and Path of Exile, man. It uh that 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 could I I do think I do think that Lost Ark could turn people off like if they're just looking for something like quick and accessible, but Lost Ark's also really really enjoyable. It just it's really good quick player feedback, like the the cool little the attacks you can do, the combos you can do. It's yeah, it's dope. It's got it's got good things going for it, I think. He's great at storytelling. POE is really unfriendly to newcomers without YouTube builds. Uh, has over the top passive tree and impact builds and itemization. Yeah, I never like hearing that. I remember when I was like trying to get into Warframe, I remember people saying that. They were like, the builds are really complicated. They don't really teach you anything. You know, they definitely don't hold your hand. And I'm like, man, I don't need my hand held, but I also don't need to be like blindfolded and dropped off in the middle of the forest either. Like, isn't there a middle ground here? You know what I'm saying? Like, too many systems that aren't explained. Right, like, I don't need my hand held to the point that like you're going to level the character for me. But at the same time, I don't want to be blind and in the dark. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You a fan of Lance Riddick voice acting? Yeah, he does a great job in uh, in Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. And uh, he's also going to be the voice in that new Hellboy game, that cartoonish third-person uh, Hellboy game. That, that game looked kind of fun. And obviously, you know, he does a voice in Destiny. Uh, Bloodshed's my build for equipment guide uh, for character. He's really good with kits and builds. That's why I disliked Warframe. They just dropped you into the game and said, here you go. I just want to know the basics of each system. Seasonal characters are definitely going to get old. That's kind of been our main debate point today. What did you guys think about in my show open when I said that I'm worried about the substance of the seasons since they're totally free. And and Hilly thinks they're playing some kind of verbalistic grammatical ninjutsu because he's like, oh, the seasons are included in the box price. Well, what about, you know, a year and a half from now? Are you still going to be saying that? The box price of Diablo 4 includes all future seasons? Like, he thinks they're playing some kind of, you know, verbalistic ninjutsu, so they'll start charging for them in the future. I don't know if I agree with him. 
I don't think I do. I don't think you'd throw down that gauntlet to then hurt yourself in the future. I think they would say something to the effect that like, yeah, the first year of seasons we're going to have zero charge for. After that, we're going to start to charge a premium. I think they would just tell people that the first year of seasons are going to be totally free. To let people know, you know, hey, this is what we're offering. My concern, my concern is with seasons being free. It just, it's going to hurt substance. It's like this, the substance, in my experience, historically speaking, the substance of content is hurt by it being free. You know, there's, there's plenty of games out there. They're like, yeah, we're going to do this free update. We're going to do this free update. And it's like, okay, that's nice. But substance ends up kind of going down over time in my mind. That's a good point. Is it going to be a $70 price point for the game and first year of a season, and then after that, you pay for them. They do it now with Diablo 3 season. All 28 of them are free. Yeah, and how substantive are those seasons? Right? How substantive are the seasons in Diablo 3? I mean, if we're honest, if we're honest, is there a lot of substance there? They have stated that they want to have new gameplay mechanics that change the level of experience. Not sure how game-changing it'll be. Yeah. Yeah, each season, they want it to have, like, uh, it'll reveal more about your character's place in it. It's an opportunity to introduce new characters or revisit old ones. Yeah, it's new stuff to do, new quests, new progression. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all sounds great. It all sounds like they're really being thoughtful about a Diablo 4 season. Oh yeah, it's going to you're you're going to you're going to have a ton to do for $0, which is crazy to me. They must be really really confident in the battle pass just selling like gangbusters. They must be really confident in the battle pass and the cosmetics selling like crazy oh yeah make it all free and listen there are free to play models and statistics and research that indicate it works free to play models tend to increase microtransaction spending people are way more likely to part with their pennies when they're when they're basically given you know the game or the new content for free 100% I look at Overwatch paid battle pass and it still lacks content in my opinion. Hopefully they don't mimic it in Diablo 4. <clears throat> so they're going to take a page out of the PoE book? I don't I don't know. They've they've given generic descriptions about new quests, new items, new progression, new enemies, new stories like it's it's all very sort of 30,000 feet. They've not been like, here's an example of what a season will look like. They've not done that. Battle Pass funded content, I've heard that before. PoE is free to play, including seasons. Their cosmetics are some of the most expensive you've ever seen, and people buy them up. People tend to be more willing to buy things up. They tend to be way more willing to buy things up. If, uh... If, if you're... If you're... If you're charging them nothing... It works. The research, the research on this is sound. Like, 
if you've seen the charts and the research into free-to-play models on mobile the research is bonkers like the amount that spending goes up when you shift when you shift to free-to-play model like there were games that shifted to it and just the amount of micro spending that went up is it it's it's like a straight line it's like it just shoots up it's just immediately like straight line up way more way more spending games are also sure to see players with paid for cosmetics yeah you're, you'll see tons of players with with paid for cosmetics okay I wondered why my kids were watching a movie I can hear them in the other room Robert says I very much dislike this business model I don't dislike the business model Robert it just always kind of causes me to be concerned it's like well we are you know is it are we going to get the short end of the stick you know is it is it going to be thin is it going to be weak is it is it not going to be a good showing like is it you know wh- where's the substance going to be you know according to wowhead.com you know the first season will be available after launch the plan is to have up to 4 seasons a year each with exclusive new features quest lines enemies legendary and unique items Paragon boards, glyphs, and more. Diablo 4's seasonal design is inspired by Diablo 3 seasons, meaning that you will create a fresh character to level up. Once the new season goes live, players should experience new season gameplay features within the first hour of play. Additionally, new quest lines will introduce players to the content of the season. So, you you can't take your existing character on those quest lines, it doesn't sound like. The seasons will be very similar in the vein of Diablo 3, says Hilly. The expansions will be the content drops linked to new classes. They will likely be more than Diablo 3, but if they're walled off in separate exercise to the main game, they'll have little value and not something that I would buy. I'll buy just for the classes. Another priority will be identifying quality of life based things. Uh, Each season will feature new live events, providing unique rewards along the way seasonal journey the season journey as we know it from diablo 3 will make a return in diablo 4 featuring seasonal rewards with the completion of each chapter completing a seasonal journey will require you to overcome difficult challenges rewarding you with unique cosmetics new challenges will be added regularly the new season journey is free to all players players will also be able to progress the season pass by completing the seasonal journey objectives and then they talk about the seasonal pass having free tiers the premium tier gameplay boost uh, the gameplay boost will not be um, you won't get them any faster even if you pay money to max out the battle pass right away the free boosts uh, the, the player I'm sorry the gameplay boosts along the way you don't get them any faster uh, players can instantly purchase tiers from the season pass unlocking the corresponding rewards but you don't get any of the boosts early you don't I'm just hoping the game has a lot of content. That's the biggest thing for me. If you don't want to buy cosmetics, that's an option, and you still get the benefit of the continued support from those who do. Yeah, yeah, and I think that format works. I, I don't think anybody's like against that format. I think in general, giving people optional cosmetics, I think it works. I think it works rather well. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think anybody looks at, you know, optional cosmetics or cosmetic stores or battle passes. That doesn't really cause me to be alarmed. Like, just so we're clear, I'm not like, oh my gosh, they 
they they have they have optional cosmetics in a battle pass none none of that is none of that is is causing me concern none that's 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 garden variety monetization practices in 2022 i'm looking at it from the perspective of if that's the only thing subsidizing if that's the only thing subsidizing the, the 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 seasonal content that's what i'm like okay well what what uh what if what if they don't sell well you're not if you're not charging for the content what's what sort of what sort of uh substance can i expect if it's all free you know it's an ongoing mmo MMO light action RPG and you're charging basically for none of the content all year I don't know <laughs> I'm not saying that the content will be bad I'm just like ah uh, I'd much rather be like you want to play the new seasonal content it's 10 bucks put a little $10 price tag on there more than likely they're not doing that because they know that will maximize sales like if they don't charge you if a Diablo 4 season is free to play, they know you're way more likely to buy the battle pass. You're way more likely to buy cosmetics. You'll actually spend more. If they charge everybody 10, a ton of people would just spend 10 and stop. But if you spend nothing, I mean, you'll spend 10 or 15 on the battle pass, and then you might spend a little bit more. Why? Well, you got in free. You know? You 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 got you got in free. Why not? Why not throw a little scratch their way? What's the big deal? Especially at the Diablo 4 gameplay, if the content loop is good, then... Hilly says, I don't like optional cosmetics. However, if the game itself is full of cosmetics, earnable and linked to challenging content, I will look the other way. I've never bought into the argument they are non-pay and play impacting. Sorry, that's false. The way I look in the game uh, is the game, and they know... That's what, and that's why they sell the stuff. Here's why I think optional cosmetics are totally fine. Because they're a necessity. You can't come up with other monetization models to sustain games of this size. You can't. What are you going to charge people for? So in Fortnite, how are you going to how are you going to subsidize that game without optional cosmetics? How? And 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 if you even if you look at games like Destiny or you look at a game like Diablo, how are you going to subsidize the constant flow of content? How? Where's the money coming from? What are you going to charge for? Well, why don't we charge for cosmetics? It's not power in the game. It you know, it, it's and I mean if you look at what we what we took issue with like Hogwarts Legacy, like day one paywalling pieces of the game, like the Dark Arts Battle Arena. We, we have a video coming today about how they're going to have to balance the, the dark arts magic be, because they're allowing you to do certain things, right? But day one, they've got, they've got a paywalled piece of the game just hanging out, right? Where's the money going to come from? Like, it's an epic, it's just like, I feel like it's an economic reality. Like, you look at games these days and you look at their monetization practices and it's like, this is because they need cash flow to come in. That's the only way this is sustainable. DLC works for me, but I'm old and bitter. Yeah, I, here's why I don't think DLC works. 
DLC format doesn't work because of everything I just talked about. The minute the content's paid for, people expect a certain level of substance. So you got to space out the delivery to make sure it has substance, which means you lose players. If you don't space it out and you deliver like DLC format, like let's say Diablo 4 DLC was the format and they weren't doing seasons and they were delivering it like every three months, it would not be substantive enough to generate enough money. Like there's just no way. It's so much easier to be like a million people each buy a couple cosmetics as opposed to half a million people buy a DLC and then maybe it trickles out from there. Now obviously Diablo 4 sales numbers would probably be significantly higher than that, but you get the point that I'm making. Like you allow people the ability to just keep spending totally optional, totally volitional. It's not required, it's not needed. And it subsidizes the it subsidizes the game it subsidizes the ongoing format of the game as as opposed as opposed to DLC format and you know the 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 that's that to me that to me is the way forward also old and bitter that's right you think they'll also be like assassin's creed where nothing in the game is in the game after launch well no they'll be adding stuff I don't know what you mean. Nothing is in game after launch. What do you mean nothing is in game? Like, there's going to be plenty of things in game. You need to specify what you mean. I'm not sure what you're saying. Diablo 4 feels like a combination of D2 and Diablo Immortal. The only thing it it has is it looks amazing. Way too many restrictions for a game that you're paying 74 for little player freedom. What are you talking about? What are the restrictions? Five classes, 150 dungeons, open world, nightmare dungeons, dungeons, PvP. What do you mean? What are these restrictions? What are you talking about? Seasonal seasonal content requiring you to start a new character, that's not a restriction. That's just how seasonal content was born, and that's how it's continuing. You ain't getting good cosmetics for endgame either. Almost no games do that. Your free crap will be like garbage and the paid stuff will be okay. Looks amazing, which is how they get you to buy it, whether it's coercive or not. No, that's false. No, they put out an entire blog about that. They put out a blog dispelling that notion. They showed you paid cosmetics and earned cosmetics side by side to show you that no, we are making sure end game earnable cosmetics look really good. They're committed to that. And in fact, some of the early hands-on Diablo 4 gameplay, they said just that. They said, early game loot looks awesome. You think early game loot usually looks like trash. They have 100% shown that the end game loot in Diablo is going to look great. They literally did side-by-sides to show you. Yes, you can buy stuff that looks awesome, but we have taken it upon ourselves to really make sure the end game loot in this game looks great. They spoke directly to that in a blog post. I, I, I don't, I don't buy into that reality anyway. I felt like people said that all the time about Destiny, and I always thought it was hogwash. I always thought no. I, I, I ten times out of ten times, I felt like I looked better with the loot that I earned compared to the loot that you could buy from from the Eververse. And you can't buy power in Diablo Immortal too. <laughs> 
I think it's clear they've spoken a lot more exhaustively to the pay to win. Like, they've spoken about it so much that it's gotten a little obnoxious. It's like they make sure and always bring it up. Diablo Mortal answered one question. Oh, you can't buy gear. Oh, okay, sure. You can buy crests. Diablo might uh, might do that now, but other games aren't. Armor isn't cosmetics. Uh, you gotta wear the armor for that look. False. So, I hope you aren't saying that's wrong for earned gear. No. You don't have to wear armor for that look. What are you talk- talking about? Have you looked at any of the ways that this stuff's gonna work in Diablo? Armor is cosmetics. The minute this has been established... The minute a piece of armor drops in Diablo 4, it's added to your wardrobe. Transmog. You can look like that anytime you want. There could be a helmet. Not every game has transmog. Oh, well, I'm talking about Diablo, though. I'm talking about their format. I'm talking about their way of doing things and why, you know, optional cosmetics, I think, are totally fine when they show that the optional cosmetics are cool, but they're the, the the actual earnable earnable cosmetics are just as good if not arguably better if not arguably better so no not every game not 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 every game has transmog but diablo 4 does and in the realm of being concerned about like oh it's going to be paid oh it's going to be this oh it's going to be that i'm like I'm more worried about substance. I don't care about selling cosmetics. Games as a service is something that can't provide companies strong cash flow. Oh, that can provide companies strong cash flow for longer than launch. It's a newish model that has been both helpful for providing continuous updates, but also bad. The thing is, because it's ongoing live service, you have to do the Battle Pass model and not the DLC expansion model. There's no way to keep a constant stream of money coming in with the DLC system. Well, and that's the cool thing about Diablo 4. They're doing both. They're doing both. They're doing seasons and they're doing expansions. I promise you the money they make off DLC pales in comparison to cosmetics, says Wheezy. Hilly says, I agree, but many, many games make a great game and they don't do this crap, including Game of the Year wait what are you talking about including game of the year show me a live service game that isn't doing some measure of this hilly seriously I think the idea of a game lasting 10 years is a joke if you want to do that you need a subscription model no game lasts that long however some games are so good I've played them that long off and on every week what do you mean no games last that long Destiny's two years away from saying hold my beer. They're two years away from it. They're going to make it. They're going to make it a decade. Diablo 4 is like a year or two away from saying hold my beer. Diablo 4, I'm sorry, Diablo 3. Diablo 3 is is like on their eighth or ninth year. What do you mean? Y'all, y'all were just singing the praises of Diablo 3 and how you still grind the seasons. What do you mean? It's on its 8th or ninth year. Of course it can last 10 years. It's about to. Like, show me a live service game that doesn't have some element of paid microtransactions, uh, 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 paid cosmetics, or seasonal. For those worried about cosmetics, the one on the left is in-game and the one on the right is the shop. Yeah. They're not stupid. 
they picked really good armor for this comparison but yeah look at this come on you piece of come on history there we go google history taking forever to like they clearly chose really good stuff here but yeah the armor on the left armor on the left is in game and the armor on the right is in the shop like they're gonna let you look really really dope in this game you're not you're not gonna have to spend money to look dope in this game also I don't consider items bought from the store uh, to reskin armor transmog I only count making earned gear look like other earned gear transmog store crap is just skins in a separate system it's not a separate system. You can claim it's a separate system, but it's not. It all goes into your wardrobe. The minute this really amazing skull helmet drops, it's in my wardrobe. If I go and buy this helmet here, this split face helmet here, it's in my wardrobe. It's all it's all the same system. I mean, you can try to claim that it's not the same system for your own liking, but like Anybody looking at this is going to say it all goes into the same place. It all goes into my wardrobe. Do you really think that when you get all the way to level 100, you're going to be able to be like, well, you know, this helmet I earned uh, and this helmet I got from my battle pass. So they're not really the same. If they're in your wardrobe and you're customizing your look, then no one really cares. Like that it's all it's all part of the same it's all part of the same animal. What are we talking about here? WoW is 20 plus years. Final Fantasy 14 is 10 plus years. Yes, they're MMOs, but they apply uh, to contradict the no game last 10 years. Yeah, for sure. But the game is fundamentally the same game. Why keep giving them money? They're selling the same game over and over. Because people like the... Here's the thing. This is something that I don't people... I don't think people realize this about video games. I don't think some of you guys realize this. A light bulb went off for me when I used to cover the old game, when I used to cover Destiny. I remember, I remember, I remember a light bulb going off for me. And the light bulb that went off for me was when I remembered my parents being in a bowling league. And every Saturday they would go and they would bowl in this league. And then recently, when I was up in Ohio, we all went bowling. And the amazing thing about bowling is... It's the same. <laughs> it's the same. Same crappy shoes, same crappy balls, same crappy lanes, same 10 pins. It's the same. And I think for some people, they find a game, whether it's Diablo 3 or whether it's Destiny, right? And it's bowling on a Saturday night. It doesn't need to change doesn't need to reinvent itself that's just their place where they hang out you know it's familiar it's safe i i was at a i was at a men's cookout i was at a men's cookout with my church and this guy was talking about how he still played call of duty 2 he had a server that he liked to play on with a bunch of his buds and they played ctf and he said everybody would get really mad if they made changes to the server because they were like we're playing this because we don't like change. Like, this is what we want. Right? You know what I'm saying? Cousin, you want to go bowling? 
Yo, is that you? Is that you? We didn't get to see you when we were when we were there for Thanksgiving. You should have come around. You should have. We, we should have tried to have you come around. Um. But I think for many people, you're like, why keep giving them money? I don't know. Why go every weekend go to the bowling alley with your buds? Why keep giving them money? It's the same game it's always been. It's just bowling. Gear without any gameplay has no value. I said, if you want 10 years subscription model and wow is that. Oh, 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 yeah. Hilly did say that if a game's going to go that distance, they need to do subscription model. He did say that to his credit. He said, like, if games want to go that level of distance, they they need to consider subscription model. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking about Diablo 4 Seasons. I outlined the six things that I think they need to do. One of our major points of debate is I think they should let you do a seasonal grind without starting a new character. If you want to start a new character, fine. If I just want to use my existing character, I won't compete on the ladders or anything, but it would just be nice to be able to do that. Um, that's just something we have been uh, we've been debating. Uh, things need to change also. Things can't change too much or I won't like it. LOLK. <laughs> yeah, it's got to... <laughs> It's, it's that valley, Wheezy. It's always been that way with games. People are like, I really want to see things change. And then it changes too much, and people are like, yeah, but not like that, you know? Not like that. It's really been 2,000 years. Uh, I don't know exactly how old Chess is. Batgammon is, I think, older. I think early, earlier, early sets of Batgammon were found before early sets of Chess. But yeah. <clears throat> funny enough Bungie was testing a subsystem in D2 yeah they were considering submodel submodel and paid seasons are essentially the same though there's little functional difference well there's a giant functional difference in that subscription model if you don't pay you don't play and with the seasonal model you can skip a season and just keep on playing <laughs> that's a pretty big functional difference I know what you're saying though Eugene you're saying in essence it's not, I think functional is the wrong word. In essence, it's the same. You're regularly giving them money on a regular basis. Add it all up and it's kind of like a subscription fee. Functionally, it's very different because you stop paying your sub fee and you're done. <laughs> you're not playing. History of chess can be traced back nearly 1,500 years It's the, uh, to its earliest known predecessor. I think chess is... I, I think uh, Backgammon, I think, is older, is it not? Uh, Backgammon. How old is Backgammon? Uh, ancestors... It comes from a large family of table games whose ancestors date back nearly 5,000 years in regions of Mesopotamia and Persia. So it looks like there might have been versions of Backgammon found 5,000 years ago. Um, or, or predecessors. <laughs> ancient game though ancient game Ajong? yeah I don't know uh, what's the oldest board game it looks like royal game of Ur uh, apparently the game's rules were written on something in by a Babylonian astronomer in 177 BC that might be the oldest game known to man. Maybe. That's an old one. Yo, it's good, Zubair. Speaking of old, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Poor Zubair. Uh, 
Content will make or break the game. This is why Diablo 3 failed. Nothing to do but play the same builds season after season. Did that game have microtransactions? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You probably had to own wood in order to just make the sets. So, you know, it was definitely pay to win, I would think. Not fair. That guy's dad owns a tree farm. (laughs) Freaking pay to win. One hour play fun with any game for a dollar. Is it worth? I'm not sure what you're asking. Senate is the oldest board game, 3700 BC. Okay, so there's a game older. I mean, Google just grabbed like the top results and it looked like it was the Royal Game of Ur was like a woodblock game. It was like 177 BC. So yeah, 3700 would be going would be going back a bit farther. You had to pay for cosmetics to freshen up your board. That's right. Well, if you're new, hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat if you've been here before smash the like button so we can get this video seen by more people we only need 50 more likes for a good for a really good like ratio and that'll help more people find it you could also consider becoming a member we've already had 57 new members today and every 25 i have to gift five so thank you for everybody for making that happen uh if that suddenly says 75 i have to do it again so welcome on in if you're new or you're one of the newer members today Feel free to weigh in on what you want from a Diablo 4 season. Uh, I've been arguing about requiring a new character shouldn't be a need. It shouldn't be heavily focused on cosmetics. Uh, It should be pushing the loot table forward. Um, It should be something that touches the entire game to a certain extent you know use the dungeons use procedural generation i had a pretty lengthy list uh my six items basically broke down into number one do not focus too heavily on cosmetics that's tied to number two move the loot table forward allow me to try out new builds new gear make sure you're leveraging both the the 150 dungeons as well as procedural generation Um, People will say it's recycled content, but I do think procedural generation is key. Um, What do you guys think about that? That was one of my discussion questions I forgot to ask. Dungeons and procedural generation could feel like recycled content, but I think it's key to the ongoing seasonal format. Uh, I said that the entire game should feel refreshed to some degree after a year. What say you? And I think seasons should have more paid elements, but they're free, and I have concerns about substance. And then, should a season require a fresh character should they require it um i argued that giving people the option to not start a fresh character would be the right choice i invested in cones of dunshire <laughs> was that a game from parks and recreation diablo 3 100 didn't fail but it did lose a lot of its core fan base uh, from d2 due to its story art style and gameplay that's what they mean in terms of sales and community it's the most successful diablo game oh well, yeah, when he was saying Diablo 3 failed, out of the box, yeah, it fell flat on its face. It almost it almost just burned up in the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? It, it almost crashed and burned because of the auction house. There, there, there was no end game. The end game was trash. I have a planned discussion about Diablo 4. Uh, I have a planned discussion uh, about Diablo 4 and should it have a player-driven economy. And I don't want to talk about it today. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I definitely, definitely think there, uh, there's something to be said for not doing that. 
you know i think i think you've got to i think you've got to take that power away from the players so we'll debate but we'll debate that another day that's not today's topic today's topic is seasons and how seasons should work in Diablo 4 you don't need to retain your old players uh, if you get even more new players well you do though in a game like this I don't think Diablo 4 lives if they if they take that kind of a cavalier attitude of like we don't really need to retain old players we just gotta get new players how many new players do you think are jumping in season 9 like just be honest how, how many how many brand new players what the what's the ratio of new to returning players in like season 9 I don't think new players is a high count at that point. I'm not consuming everything that is Diablo 4 yet, but have they talked about crossplay? Yeah, they'll be crossplay. PC and console be able to play together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, crossplay, cross progression. I'll be able to boot up in my living room on my PlayStation 4. I'm, I'm sorry, on my PlayStation 5. And then I can come into my office and play on my Series X or my PC. Yep, yep, yep. It's all on their servers. I don't have to worry about any of that. You can't have a never-ending revolving door of players. That's statistically impossible. Diablo 4 has a very loyal base. Oh yeah, they do. I, I don't think I don't think you have to worry about like. I don't even think I don't even know with seasonal content if they'll be doing that. Alienate the old for new players. How long will new players last till they alienate you? Yeah, you cannot create a churn. You cannot create a churn environment. If you create a churn environment, what ends up happening is everyone sort of everyone sort of approaches your game with an air of disloyalty. Do you understand what I'm saying? If if they see the old players leaving, if they see that the, you know the game is primarily appealing to new players, then everyone is going to approach your game with an air of disloyalty. They're not going to play your game for very long. They're not going to really have an interest in playing for very long. Why would they? You just set every, you just set everything up to run the existing player base out the door. Hilly says, "PG worked in Diablo One. Uh, I really don't care if the seasons are amazing. Diablo Four needs to have loot in the base game on a drop rate of around point zero 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 one percent and I'll play it for ten years. I've dropped Windforce once in Diablo one, never in Diablo two and about a hundred times in Diablo three. Diablo three is the problem here. So that's a discussion about loot generosity, Hilly, and I don't want to have that discussion today. I kinda wanna save that for another discussion because we, we want to be able to come back to these games on the regular and discuss certain topics. And I would love to debate loot generosity with you and talk about why you're very wrong. <laughs> that would be a fun debate, though. That would be a fun debate. But I, I definitely think the 0.0001% drop rates are... Uh, it's a bygone era. I, I don't think we're there anymore. I think we've left that era behind. And I would love to argue why. There's there's a lot of points to my argument that I'm not going to get into right now. Uh, I say we I say we save that for later. Just like the economy debate, player driven economy, um, you know, with with trading and and all of that. No, I, I I don't I don't think you can do that. And and that'll be another 
discussion and debate. We'll continually, you know, revisit. Um, we'll continue to revisit Diablo 4. I think it's a good subject. I think it's a good game. I'm looking forward to covering it and playing it. Um, and we hope any of the new subs that came in today and listened to this discussion, you know, come back for those other discussions. Because there's a lot, there's a lot to break down in this game. And I don't think they're done talking to us and showing us stuff. You know, anytime there's, uh, you know, new Diablo 4 gameplay or any Diablo 4 news or updates, you know, we make sure and cover it here. We have it all in a playlist. Um, and that's just something that, you know, we're committed to. We definitely tried something new today and uh, we'll try, you know, we'll, we'll continue to try things like this with, there's so many games out there. Uh, this is more of an opinion piece. We didn't grab like a piece of news to report to you. Uh, there, was, there wasn't any news about Diablo 4 and this morning we did a Transformer stream. So if you missed the Transformer stream, um, but related to the subject of microtransactions and spending, we recently had a pretty big debate about the dark arts in Hogwarts Legacy. And I have a video that I'm going to send you guys to. I feel like we went about as far as we could with this subject. Uh, maybe the next debate will go a little bit longer, a little bit livelier, because we will have some maybe hotter subjects like that player-driven economy or loot generosity. Uh, but the next time we talk about Diablo 4, you know, it'll either be like a news update or something or new gameplay or something like this where we grab a subject and just chop it up. So you can click the link in chat. I'm going to send you over to a premiere. Uh, we do upload content on this channel every couple of days. This is me reacting to an article that's saying they're going to have to balance the dark arts in Hogwarts Legacy uh, because you can kill stuff instantly. So do me a favor. You can click the link in chat or ride the redirect. Stick around for the next segment, which is Hogwarts Legacy. They're going to have to balance the dark arts. What do you think about how they're going to do that? Well, check out this article that I react to. Click the link in chat, or I'll send you there in just a moment with redirect. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you in the next segment, the next video. The link's in chat.